This is Sober Reference. You're listening to A Sober Snack, bite-sized tips and tricks that will help you stay sober today. We share more cost-free resources on our website, www.soberreference.com, and hope that you'll connect with us on social media. Search Sober Reference now and look for our logo. For more information about today's guest, visit our show notes. We hope that you find this content valuable and leave feeling inspired to drink less, live more, and meet your potential. Enjoy. When you have a thought about alcohol, what do you say to yourself? Or is there a particular action that you take to help you make the loving choice and act in sobriety? Yeah. Um, something that I started from the very beginning and I do all the way through till today is the play the tape forward method. Whenever I start romanticizing a drink. So for instance, 4th of July is coming up and that was a big drinking holiday for me. Um, I'm going to be spending it with my siblings. Two of my sisters still drink. They drink functionally at this point. (laughs) Who knows how that ever works or whatever. Right. Um, but you know, that, does not dissuade me from wanting to be with them. So now, I mean, but I'm two years into sobriety. So what I do is I play the tape forward, how that, how that would play out if I were to join them in that process, because for them, it's going to be, you know, two to three drinks over the whole day. For me, it would have been two or three drinks before the parade at nine, probably more. And then some in my coffee on the way down and then drinking at the pray, you know, leaving in my car, having to make trips back to the car to get the alcohol um, and make excuses for that as to why I would need to do that because I'm hiding it. Obviously, no one knows that I've brought it, but I'm starting to get sloppier as the day goes on. People are confused as to why maybe I just think they are and I'm not fooling anyone at this point. Um, And, you know, by the end of the day, I'm dehydrated and a mess and people are taking care of me and I'm not being a fun, good mother or wife or sibling or family member at all. So yeah, the whole play the tape forward from, gee, it sounds fun to celebrate with my siblings, but what does that really look like for me? So for you, it's like immediate, like kind of immediate consequences with the relationship with your loved ones. Yeah, because I know that because I'm two years sober, right? Maybe my brain would maybe would make me moderate for a week, mm. right? It would make me because like, duh, you just, you just pe- preach sobriety for two years. You know, if I went back to it tomorrow, I'd be like, you better freaking moderate. And, and it would for a week, but then those neural pathways, it would carve right back down into those neural pathways that I use and the, my coping and And yeah, within by the next holiday, whatever it is, the 24th of July here, I would be at that place. Maybe not on the 4th on Monday, but by the 24th, very likely. Yeah, I relate to that a lot. Um, You know, when I was trying to get sober or when I'd attempted like without like maybe a real steadfast commitment, but like I was experimenting with not drinking and stuff, I was fooled because I could kind of temporarily moderate or restrict my drinking And those examples were fuel that I used to kind of try to prove to myself that it wasn't that bad, that I didn't have a problem. But what I remind myself is that every time I picked up a drink and was able to moderate for whatever period of time it was, could have been two days, could have been a month, it always inevitably led to an experience that was not healthy for me. That was out of my control. You know, that scared me. 
And it's just that in and of itself is not worth it. I have to get to a point for myself where I was like, I don't care if I could have seven days of a glass of wine at dinner. If I'm going to have an eighth day of like drinking the whole bottle and then some and sneaking around and not feeling like I had any choice in the matter, like it's just not worth it for me. So I know for me, the, the, the sneaky thought is I could just have one today. Like I probably could, I probably could hold on so tight that I could have one today, but playing the tape all want to do tomorrow. Right. right? But then since you had one today successfully, what am I going to want to do tomorrow? Want to have one successfully again, but after you've had one and you had one yesterday, your neural pathways are kind of like, mm, it's not going to hurt to just have, it goes and it, it does. Goes. It really does. And I love that you brought up neural pathways and I don't, you know, have the experience with science enough to speak on it eloquently or perhaps, you know, factually, but I do know enough about the way that our brains are wired. Um, and specifically those who have had like long-term uh, experiences with like troubled drinking. It's like the part of your brain that gets fired up when something good happens. It's like a pleasure response or all the, dopamine, all the, all the brain chemicals go rushing. Yeah. And they're celebrating you for drinking. And that's going to happen whether you have one drink or whether you have like 10 and it's somewhere now, I don't know the science behind this, but I did find in my own experience that there is some point in my drinking air quotes career that that like switch was just turned on and like my brain celebrated every time I drank, no matter what happened. And so I think my brain now, like ultimately just always wants to crave, 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 crave. So I don't know, like just thinking about, it's been such a internal journey for me to like kind of befriend this idea of having a disease or, you know, like understanding maybe what scientifically has happened inside of me or like whatever it is, just getting to a point where I'm really taking it seriously enough and like respecting, you know, this is just what happens when alcohol and my body mix together. That kind of inner research has been so important for me because I want to deny this problem so bad all the time, all the time. I want to deny it. Um, so I've had to do a lot of work with like really just surrendering that this is true for me. Yeah. Thanks for, I mean, that this part of this conversation for me, just any time that I can like acknowledge my truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is how it was. This is how it is. This is how it will be. Well, I was the same as you though. Like I would do for, it was, you know, over about a decade that I did this whole get sober to prove to someone else that I could stay sober. So yeah, it was a series of relapses and drinking, but it would always get worse. You know, it would always spiral down, never spiral up. So really, really, I was going to beat the odds. I was going to be different, but that's the crazy thing is we are different. Our mm-hmm. brains are different now. I like how you think about it because you think about it in a positive way where your brain was celebrating where kind of in my research and what I've found by talking to people and, you know, doing this for the last while that most people believe that the change happens when they begin to use alcohol to cope. So that's when the neural pathways begin to change. And I think it's very similar to what you're saying, actually. It's just when you're using it in a celebratory context, I'm using it in a negative coping context. I think that that may depend on if you have maybe trauma that you're dealing with or anything like that. Yeah, I was celebrating that I couldn't feel my pain anymore. (laughs) 
I was coping by drinking. And so I, my brain was like, thank goodness, we don't have to think that again, you know, because I relate to that too, very much, you know, I very, yeah, very much relate to that. I've, I've certainly drank this medicine before. Uh, so, so now we know we don't drink and we've talked a little about what, about why we don't drink because we have this experience with it that eventually it just, it really knocks us down. But perhaps that's not the kind of conversation we want to have with like Joe Schmo when they ask us, why don't you drink? Mm-hmm. So let's just say you're at an event, a wedding, a kid's birthday party, and someone's kind of curious, like, oh, you're not drinking? Why don't you drink? You don't know them all that well. Maybe they're kind of a newer acquaintance. Do you tell them your honest truth, lay it to, to, to them like right as it is? Or is there something like a go-to line that you have when you don't feel like being super vulnerable in the moment? Uh, this is a little bit hard for me because I do both, honestly. And I, I really fill out the situation. It's very situational for me. I would say that more often than not nowadays, and probably for the last year or so, I'm two years and about a month sober for those that don't know currently. So for about the last year, I have been quite open with most people that ask, just saying, you know, I um, was addicted to alcohol. I'm sober two years and it ain't for me, but you go for it, dude have fun, you know, but if I get a vibe that I'm, and I'm not comfortable and I don't feel safe with that person, I just simply say I'm not interested or I'm, I'm driving very, those simple, um, the societal politeness ones. And I actually try not to do those, but if I have to, I, I I'll reach for them or medication. Or... That's a really, it's a good one. Cause as you're alluding to, there are some situations where you're just like, you know what, my intuition is telling me don't go there. And to protect yourself or just because you don't feel like sharing everything today, you can just say, I mean, the I'm driving. I love that. That's easy. I feel like that's one that I would feel good saying. Um, or, you know, I think you said something like it doesn't agree with me anymore. Or, I just like, don't like it, whatever. I just like hearing what people say because it, I've noticed that even to this day, sometimes I'll get like tripped up. Like I've never been asked that question before. No, I still do too, though. That's the thing is it's so situational, right? Yeah. 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 And I'll just say like random stuff. And then I'm like, oh, is that really what I wanted to say? So <laughs> something that I, I'm kind of practicing is having something that I'm just like, oh yeah, this is actually what feels honest or right for me to say that I can kind of take with me wherever I go. So thank you for sharing your thoughts. I hear that because I've been ruminating on one. I was getting a facial the other day and I was with uh, my esthetician and told her that I was sober in the past. And then on this last time she asked me why. And I was like, I'm just, an, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm an alcoholic. Like <laughs> I just like spit it out and like, it was okay. Like it felt like that felt right for me and nothing wrong with it. Right. But the conversation stopped. It like came to an abrupt halt. Like she had no idea what to say. And so I just felt like, and then I didn't know what to say. And I'm like, you know, it was, it was just awkward, but I'm just saying that I'm normal. I'm ruminating on it still to this day, but also who cares? Like it's a different thing. It's not the societal norm. And so when it gets brought up, if we choose to divulge the truth and it's awkward like it's all right we'll get over it (laughs) yeah and then that's what we're doing here is one of my main intentions is just talk about it more talk about your problems drinking if you want to use the word alcoholic use it if you don't don't Thanks for listening to Sober Reference. We hope you found this content valuable and are leaving feeling inspired to drink less, live more, and meet your potential. 
You can find more cost-free resources on our website, www.soberreference.com. We hope that you'll connect with us on social media, search Sober Reference now, and look for our logo. Great job taking in sober positive content today. Until next time, this is Sober Reference, and we are so glad that you're here.